Jesus, this 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 episode is packed. There's a lot. Packed with packed with peanuts, like a O. Henry bar. Oh man, satisfying. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. I don't understand why they're hosting the Olympics at all. I'll be completely yes. fucking frank. My dad was like, "Oh, we're gonna watch the Olympics," and I was like, "What? That's still Excuse going." Me? Excuse like, me, no. Papa. <laughs> Papa. Uh, hello. What did you? What did you? Did you just say Olympic? just start like getting a a quebecois accent i love it oh my god (laughs) i sorry but yeah no i don't understand i don't fucking understand i don't get it it doesn't make any goddamn sense to me why are you still hosting the olympics do you know that we're still in fucking disease times and also (laughs) and also isn't japan's sky rocketing uh rate of covid like isn't that a thing that's going on right now le le covid Um, uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I think that's fucking oh, stupid. Man. Yeah, it was like Daily Mail, literally, uh, headline is Fears of Olympics COVID outbreak as Japan sea cases soar 20% in the past week. Yeah. And officials warn healthcare crisis is highly possible. Yeah. And it's just like, no one, like, they, they had a, Japan loves their surveys and their polls. Literally, yeah. no one approved of the olympics and still so so it's good to know japan also went what what are you what are you thinking man and they just did it (laughs) (laughs) i like the idea of it being like a cafeteria at like a middle school middle school ramp and and America and and Europe and Russia they all come by and they just like grab Japan around the shoulders and they so party at your house right and Japan's like no <laughs> and they're just right? like so part like this weekend party at your house right okay perfect fantastic they run off and Japan's sitting like Thanks. no and then Thanks, through, like, the rest of the day people are just like oh man I can't wait for that party yo I brought like I I bought those Yu Gi Oh cards for that party and Japan's sitting there like the fire around them begins <laughs> it's just yeah. like please. My parents are gonna be so mad. It starts. It starts. It just slowly starts bursting into flames. Dog, <laughs> the the is. dog is like, "This is fine." <laughs> oh man, it's I, I don't, I don't get it. It's, it's like if you can, if you can postpone anything, because the world is literally burning around you. You can postpone the Olympics for like another year, man. Yeah. Who cares? Like, I understand there are, like, athletes, and there's, there's, uh, pledges and corporations with investments, but, um, way to look me in the face and go, you are not a human being, you are only worth as much as the contributors behind you, then to be all like, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, we just fucking run the Olympics through, through the whole of this poor Pacific nation. Yeah, it's, like... Every every single day, I don't. My, every single day, my phone gets the it gets the notifications of this many cases due due to uh, the regular strain of COVID and the Delta variant. Yeah. And the Delta variant cases recorded is not insignificant. And mm-hmm. I don't. I I I walk down a downtown like busy uh, food industry like street and. A lot of the restaurants have like they've basically relocated their entire everything onto the sidewalk and like it's outside, so it's fine. Yeah. But it's it's like 
there there are still a concerning number of places that still do like indoor stuff and i'm like it's not not yet bro not yet we're not <laughs> we're not good yet as much yeah. as i want to as much as i want to eat hot pot just cool it down a little bit okay like you'll, you'll live right it's like this is truly not important <laughs> like of all of the things this is not important and I'm so surprised that they can like I know Japan had the claim to it. I get it, all right. I understand. Yeah. But like realistically, for real, for real, give it to another country or at least one that has like a higher vaccination rate. <laughs> yeah. uh, right. Like. Yeah. Well. But it's their turn, Maggie. What the? F they don't even want it. <laughs> They literally don't even want it. Right? And That's I get it, too, where it's like, what the fuck are they going to give back to the, the people that it was before? Like, they don't have the resources anymore. They can't do that twice. But I don't know, dude. I don't fucking understand. Just just put it off. Just push it back. Yeah, just, just chill, man. Like, it's fine. You're Nobody, fine. Nobody's sitting on the couch with a calendar in hand in full like <laughs> nationalist memorabilia going i cannot oh, wait for the day like that's not what's going on <laughs> oh my god also can i just say sorry because i did i did end up watching am i part of the problem <laughs> for watching the olympics um but uh, i i don't no i don't think so okay cool blessed um because they they did rowing yesterday and i don't I don't know if if you know anything about the sport of rowing, but I don't. And Netherlands fucking ruined every category of rowing. Oh. They were in the top three for every category. That's men's, women's, men's doubles, triples, uh, quads, like everything. They were like top three. That was their plan. <laughs> their plan to destroy all rowers. They're going like two kilometers in five minutes. That's pretty. That's pretty nuts. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about pretty nuts? Trusty, do you like a? Do you like buff girls? <laughs> I like... really, I really enjoy buff, buff war, 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 whamans. So if you if you're a if you're a, a savant of the buff womans, I recommend looking at uh, row, rowers because holy shit, oh my god. They're like, oh, oh yeah. I'm sorry. Let me just flex on you with every movement. No wasted effort. Let like watch me go. And then at the end, they're like all exhausted and panting because obviously they just rode two kilometers in like five minutes. But then they're like, like you just see these girls like, yeah, whoa, and like so buff, so exhausted, so cute. And I'm and just sitting there watching with my dad. Like, don't let him know you're gay. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't. He can't. No, he's gonna. He's gonna smell my hormones. He's gonna. He's gonna. He's. He's gonna smell my scent glands my bursting out of my neck to alert the to, to alert the alphas. Jesus, the fucking Omega Verse comes back, and I don't appreciate it. It's good. It's, no, no, it's fine. One day you'll understand. I don't know. And you'll thank me. I don't know. That's Omegaverse is the only way we can fight back against capitalism. It's true. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand at all. 
If anything, I feel like that turns into like a Brave New World situation where they basically like <laughs> castrate people if you're in the wrong sect, and then uh, you. Proceed. Can you imagine? No. That'd be really cool. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you on about? I don't know. I just woke up. I'm drawing big pants chair. Oh, cute. good call. Good call. Sorry, you you basically <laughs> just rolled over here and went. Eugenics are pretty cool, huh? Like no. Oh. Okay, never mind. My brain was not there. Eugenics are not cool, I've, no. as I've said before in a previous episode, and I will say again, eugenics is not cool. Quote, Trucy, 2021. Oh, the Hot Podcast, episode number 27. Hello, no. everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to the Hot Podcast. <sighs> We're I'll back. I have to clear something up from a previous episode. Oh, no. Remember when we talked about the new horror game being made by the developers of trusted things that oh, no. we like new silent hill game and stuff oh, like fuck. that what did i do wrong tell me <laughs> what happened? oh no it was more so like a collectively i just didn't do enough research oh okay. um so basically remember the horror game the no. medium <laughs> uh done by polish video game developer bloober team okay no. basically all right. The medium is um, it's a horror game. Okay. Uh, I'm treading very carefully. To sum it up as simply as I can, the monster in that game is, and of course, send in emails and correct me if I'm wrong, but I am consulting right now. Is it, it? It basically comes from victims of trauma. It's like a horrible, like, murder sex criminal monster. Of course. Okay. Basically, the end of the game has you essentially, because you, the protagonist, are a victim of trauma. And because you exist, as long as you continue to live, you will only perpetuate the cycle of this horrible monster doing horrible things. So basically, the only thing that you can do to... Maggie, are you following me? The only thing that you can I, do I am to... You. I... The only thing you can do yeah. to, to make the world a better place okay. is just just get a gun yeah. and just... Yeah, yeah. Just, okay. just fucking... Just fucking... Yep, mm-hmm. Just, okay. yeah. Basically, <laughs> the the message of trauma victims are the problem, and that the only way to be happy is just to die, uh, is not a- that's not great. No, uh, that's not. That's not great. <laughs> that's, that's not great at all. Yeah. Yikes! Boy, I don't want whoever wrote this to be in charge of that. Because that just means that just means Silent Hill is extra dead, and that well, they're just they're just extra beating the dead horse at this point. Yeah, that's that is that's fair. That's a fair thing to say, I think. Um, on that note, I don't know that we need to apologize for that, but it is good to hear that. Well, yes, we... <laughs> we got excited, but I I just I just I just did a little bit. I, I just hear. did a little bit more looking into and it's like ow anyways on a lighter note 
I watched Luca. Oh, how was that? That's a very cute movie. That is a very gay movie as well. All right. It's it's uh it's so so adorable. I love everything about its art direction. It's about a little mermaid boy. Yeah, yeah. And he wants to be where the people are. <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah. And he finds a, a boy named Alberto who and this is all very it, it this is the most Italian movie I've ever seen. Oh, okay. Cute. Fan of that. And fan of Italians. Yeah, I'm I'm also a fan of Italians. If you're Italian and you're listening, hit me up. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> it can be it can be whatever you want, Maggie. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, and Enrico Casarosa in his feature-length directorial debut it was basically like his dream film and he wanted to basically tell a story about tell a story set in the Italy yeah which is great I'm a fan of it's, that so, okay so Merboy finds other Merboy and he's like I can show you where the people are <laughs> and he's like his first friend and they go on human adventures together and try to human badly and his mer parent his mer parents are like oh do, you don't want to go to the surface no the, the land monsters will do horrible things and 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 he, he's a kid and he wants to have fun with his friend alberto so yeah. so he just can't help himself and goes and has fun and they see a poster with like a Vespa on it and they're like, that's like a magical creature, the Vespa. I want a Vespa. And then they make like makeshift Vespas out of parts they find and they're horrible. And they're like, oh, if only we could get a real Vespa. And then they find like a triathlon contest. And if you win, you get money and you can use that money to buy like a, a Vespa. A Vespa. <laughs> so, so they find other, uh, they, they find other girl who is, bullied because she's different and they're like we're also different and they're like the underdogs and mm. there's a lot of gay subtext nice like coming of age and big fan discovering that you're not gay. like other people oh yeah well yes also gay and it's just it's just very cute and wholesome it's just a very nice time it's very cute do they get poached um no good good but there is there is a part at the at the end. Uh, spoilers for Luca. There's there's like these two old ladies in the background, and they're just like they're just chilling. And then okay, oh I, important note I forgot to add. Okay. Uh, they turn back into mer people when they touch water. Oh okay yeah yeah. And it's like oh I can't get wet or people will all know about my secret. So at the end, it, it rains and everyone turns into mer person. They're like, "Oh no!" And then it's like big, important, touching moment where Luca realizes that he treasures his friendship with Alberto and uh, the other uh, outcast girl, Ju Ju Julia. He basically treasures their friendship together as like as like a found family, rather yeah. than the impression that the townsfolk have of him and uh so he like he does a thing and it's great well yeah and it's very touching it's very nice and then 
basically all the townsfolk are cool with the sea people and and they and the, these two old ladies in the background again they remove their umbrellas when they see that everyone is cool with with the fish people and as the water touches them surprise they turn into fish people surprise they were fish people all along and so was the grandma because no shit wow wow you got your so you got your funky gay grandma you got your secret old lesbians and everything's great i love that funky gay grandma sign me up it's 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 such a it's such a pleasant movie you should watch it it's very cute it's very happy Honestly, you we were going to watch it the other day, but we we had the choice between watching Onward or watching Luca, and we picked Onward. Oh, you should watch it, Luca. It's good. I should. Have you seen Onward, though? Nope. <laughs> it is... Sorry. It is, like, a truly... It's a touching story of, like, coming of age and, like, uh, uh-huh. brothers and the idea of, like, not having a parent in your life and then, like, oh. learning that you don't need... Like, you don't need specific figures. Like, you will find uh, other parental figures in your life to raise you like i don't know it's it's really wholesome it's like ah, it takes place in like this fantasy world that's modernized and the idea is that um magical creatures live everywhere but now it's like we just use technology why the fuck would you use magic that's lame but nobody has magic anymore because it's been so long so these kids are like well this these brothers he's coming of age and he's this awkward anxious kid and then they get a gift from their dad and it's like, hey, before I died of what we assume to be some kind of cancer, um, oh, here geez. I was like studying magic and wizardry. So this is a thing and it'll bring me back for one <laughs> Just day. Just casually. Yes, casually. <laughs> <laughs> um, it'll bring me back for one whole day from sunup to sun, or yeah, sunup to like the next sunup. And then you, you and you, we can, we can spend time together because I'll, I'm dead. <laughs> so they try to do that, but then they fuck up the spell, so only his ass is around. <laughs> Just the lower half, you know. That's hot. Yeah, well, that was literally <laughs> what happened. We we were sitting around the TV as a family, and we were like, don't, just his ass, right? And we were all laughing about it, because it's like, haha, porn. And then it was just his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, oh. So anyways, uh-huh, they, they have go on this epic adventure to like find another crystal to help do the spell again so that it doesn't wear off for eternity and they can actually talk to their dad but it's like it's a really good okay it's really sounds that sounds very pleasant it was very pleasant what who did this uh i don't want to say illumination i think it was disney actually (laughs) i don't want to say illumination (laughs) (laughs) i mean is that (laughs) I don't want to be outed as an illumination enjoyer. Yeah, well, you know. Um, let's see. Yeah, Pixar, Pixar animation, Underwater. Oh. Disney. The well, the main we've both pa- been yeah. both been doing that good Pixar thing. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tom Holland is the protag, and yeah. then his brother is played by Chris Pratt. So you know, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, it's it's Chris a good. Chris Pratt looks like Chris Pratt looks like a. He looks like PewDiePie. Chris Pratt? Yeah, doesn't he? No. <laughs> no? Okay, no. this is just me then. Okay, yeah. well, I was, when I saw Star Lord, I was like, that looks like PewDiePie. Is everyone uh, else seeing this? And no, and everyone was like, no, I'm not seeing the Tracy. I don't know what you're talking about. And, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, man. He just looks like PewDiePie. He just looks like PewDiePie. Yeah, I think that I think that one's just you, babe. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Don't worry. Well, fine. Not the worst confession to have on the fucking podcast. (laughs) 
Actually, no. This I have this second to last point okay. about my week. Uh, we did it. Warframe cross save and cross play has been announced officially in development. Wow. I knew that if I bitched long enough, it would happen. <laughs> and we did it. So, so the you. Hot Podcast saves the PlayStation Vita and Warframe. Add it to the list, boys. Wow. Look at our accomplishments. I can't We've believe you're it. still not listening to Hot Podcast. You, Gerald from Argentina. I know you. Fucking Gerald. Still not Excuse listening me? to us. Huh? <laughs> is, Ger- is Gerald a real person that you know? I, I have no idea. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. not. Anyways, uh, when, when, when I die, they will know me as the one who saved the Vita and Warframe. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe someone at Digital Extremes will hear me bitching about their lack of quality assurance, and maybe they'll fix their goddamn open world maps. I mean, we can only I, hope. I was. I was extremely excited because of that announcement, so I, in the first time in a while, booted up Warframe on my Switch, and there's a new there's a new Warframe called Yoreli, and she's she's very pretty. She's like a little like water diva, Ooh. and she's like a surfboarder. So you ha- in order to get her, you have to do sick ass Tony Hawk tricks Woof. with your hoverboard, so, which I love. So I started doing my my usual rad rad moves bro yeah in the warframe and i bailed once and i watched as my warframe was sent careening like a football field away into the river in the middle of the map and then without any pause immediately directly into (laughs) through the collision box in the middle of the lake and and just right through the world and i'm like good old warframe you haven't changed a bit i see (laughs) jesus fucking christ dude that's so funny it's i i mean it is but when it happens like for way too much all the time like sometimes they're like really really strong raid bosses and you basically need to like it's always down to the wire of the time limit whenever you whenever you fight them like it's real inco- it's it's real unfortunate if you were to fall through world during one of those fights I just, fix your game yeah warframe well, one thing at a time they just got cross cross platform yeah so now we can all play a broken game together yeah how was your week maggie um it was okay it was not bad at all did you did you get did you kiss some strangers? I'm sorry. Why would I kiss some strangers? I'm just making conversation. You know, like how the kids talk these days. <laughs> the kids talk. Uh, so, Timmy, kiss any kiss any strangers recently? <laughs> you jump into any white vans lately, Timmy? You taking candy from straight? No. Um, oh, I shit. like uh like a gentleman went away mm-hmm. for the for a couple of days this week with my my darling partner. We went oh. to Niagara Falls and Oh holy shit. That so yeah. you're all you're all vaxxed, right? Oh for real, for sure, one hundred and ten. Oh that's that's fun. Yeah, we we went down and we did the whole tourist thing and like walked around along the falls and we we, we went down the strip, the Clifton Street or whatever the fuck it's called, and we 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 binged movies and had the sec and it was it was nice, it was very nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You know, as you do. I gotta add that part. It is important. Um, that being said, there is a faux place 
down at Niagara called like Ginger Pho. And it's fucking delicious. It's so phenomenal. Damn. Well, I guess I gotta go to Niagara for some pho. <laughs> Watch, like, we'll take Mai with us. Oh my god. And she'll be like, this is, this is baby shit. Well, okay. Fuck here's... you, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hold it against her, too. She'd be like, wow, this is what you consider good pho? And I'd be like, I'm sorry. Like, we, I didn't need to we need to bring Mai in that case. <laughs> Well, the only reason, the only reason I like, okay, okay. So we like Googled a bunch of shit just to see what was around, right? The first night we got fucking Papa John's pizza, okay? It wasn't like we were going down for like the extravagance. That's not what's going on. Papa but, John's? Is know, that an American thing? I think so. And, uh, okay. but we, we went down and we we're like, we just need to find something. And Calvin, bless his soul, was like, hey, there's, there's this place. It's, it doesn't have a lot of ratings. It's very like under the radar, but it's a full place. So let's go. We walk down to this thing. It is in, it is a hole in the wall, Trucy. It is hidden between. Oh, that's two. how you know it's good. That's shit. what I was saying. I was like <laughs> looking at him, and I was like, "My taught me one thing, and it's that if you walk into a faux place and it looks like literally a butcher shop or like a back alley that's been repurposed into a small ass restaurant that has no seating almost, that's how you know it's the good shit." And then we got back to the hotel, oh, and we yeah. had like we ate the food, and we were like, "Oh my god, this is so good." <laughs> Oh, oh heck yeah yeah that's that's like that that's that's a thing that like i i guess our our culture's like restaurants have in common is that if it's literally just someone's living room that's been changed to be a restaurant like you're gonna get some good ass food that night <laughs> you're that's gonna get thinking, some right? damn good food yeah so my week was going to niagara and then also i watched the quiet <laughs> place too which oh oh Oh, okay. Have you Tell seen me it? about that? Okay, okay. Have you seen the first one? Yes, I loved it. Oh my god. Okay, have you seen the second I, one? I, no, I have not. I went to see you... the first one with with my ASL crew. Is I, I've been very apprehensive about the second one. Tell me, is it good? Yes. Okay. Okay. Here's the thing about sequels. Okay. I never trust a sequel. This was yes, as exactly. Good. This was okay. as good because they start off with like a uh, a flashback to like the way the world was before, but they show you how it started, and literally it happened so fast you're like oh okay cool this is just their family it's not a big deal but like they show you the community that they've built up around them and they show you how they use asl in their daily life and like oh, yeah even the little girl like there's an entire sequence because they're at like a baseball game right like this is like first five minutes uh -huh. of the movie not really a spoiler so they're at a at a baseball game and um she like her brother is on the pitch right and she's standing there like trying to you know cheer for him and stuff so she's like keep like you know keep trying just like head forward stuff like that signing at him and you know you got people around him and like the rest of the the families of the people playing anyways they're all yelling like you know you can do it blah 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 etc cetera, et cetera. and this uh -huh. one like neighbor of theirs is like you need to dive you need to dive so he like bops her on the shoulder like you know politely and he goes how do you say dive? And she's got her hearing aid in, right? So she like shows him the sign and he goes, perfect. Oh, so the kid it. is running and he like does the sign for him so that he would dive. It's so fucking cute. And then like as things progress, like p things pick up and it becomes a, we should probably get to our cars. So they go to their cars and the girl is like signing to her friends, but it's not the focal point of the scene. It's just something that happens in the background that she's oh, doing. That. It's so good because it's just like she is a child who has friends who have clearly learned things about this part of her culture who she like it's so good it's so quality and like they introduce different characters who obviously haven't lived through the same lives as them so they don't need to know how to sign 
So it's not fully about ASL, but it's learning like it's it's people who don't know how to sign or people who don't uh, like haven't grown up with um, any individuals with like deafness in their in their lives learning yeah. to adapt to that or like doing their best to accommodate for it. And there's like it's beautiful. She's just another character who has to like help out and do stuff. And the fucking okay. It's so good for ASL representation. Fact. That's there. That's the point. The next point. Good. That's what I was very... I was actually very worried that... Because I didn't see, like, anything about it in the... In the advertising. And I was like, I really hope they don't just, like... No, no. They don't... Push it off. They don't. They do not push it off. It's still very much a thing that she has to do. There's still a lot of scenes where it's... Like, her character does not change. They introduce other characters who aren't as heavily into the ASL community as she is, but like her character doesn't change. And the the music and sound cues they use in order to accommodate to showcase like how things move when she has to take out her hearing aid versus when she has to use it and etc. Et oh, that's great. It's so good. It's so oh, wow. good. And what's more is it builds up the tension in a way like I I literally had to pause the movie because I was crying. I was like, I can't do this. I'm fucking dying. This is too, I'm so anxious. This is like building up the tension too well. And the actual shots, the cinematography, like it's so good. It's so good. Like the, the camera work is phenomenal. The fucking sound and, and, and music, so good. And the acting, like I, ooh, I could cry every time. I could cry every time. It's so good. Okay. Well, I'll I'll watch that then. Oh, please do. It's on Amazon Prime. At your recommendation, I will mm-hmm. I will watch that movie because I I I, I love uh, yeah. any ASL representation, any de- any deaf representation. Yep, People yep. need to get it in their thick skulls that uh, ASL is such a gosh dang versatile and amazing like medium to communicate it- through. It is probably the best thing you could do for yourself. Because even just, like, just distance communication and then quiet moments. Learn ASL. Oh, yeah. Just learn ASL. Just do yourself uh. a favor. Uh, I'm so <laughs> anyway. Anyways, sorry. So that was my week. I went to Niagara and I watched The Quiet Place 2. Very good. That's yeah, nice. We're a news podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, we are. Fuck. We're like... That's- Okay, let's get the good news out of the way. Yeah, let's do that. We've got a lot to talk about today, fam. Alright. The the play date is a thin, weird Game Boy. It it's not like a it's not like a new Game Boy where it has like color and a backlight and it's basically just like a smartphone, but mm-hmm. with controls. No, it's just a Game Boy. Like it doesn't have backlight. It it has a monochrome screen Hmm. it i this is for like stupid losers like me (laughs) like who like like obsolete hardware that is dumb so it's a game boy but it has a crank on the side Hmm. has a little crank like a has a little rotating kind of like fishing rod kind of kind of thingy and they're very cute little like like warioware kind of mini games that you can download on them and there's like a netflix kind of selection mm-hmm. so there's 
this is very this is very adorable one of the games is called um Kranken's time travel adventures mm-hmm. and you basically move the handle the little crank you turn it forward or backwards to control time so you can get a robot to their date oh on on time <laughs> that's really cute yeah there's there's a game called lost your marbles where you solve puzzles by navigating a marble across a 2D environment using the Playdate's crank to rotate the world, shifting the pull of gravity on the little ball. Wow. So, this sounds great. Mm-hmm. And I love weird-ass controls. A little crank, like a, like a, like a fishing rod. So, uh, I, I want this. This is mm-hmm. adorable. When does so it it's gonna, come out? Uh, play, pre-orders begin July 29th, so that's five days as of this recording. Mm. At 1pm EDT, so... Yeah. Fun. This is... This is very weird. I, I really want one. <laughs> <laughs> just, a, just a weird... Weird little toy. Anyways, the real meat and potatoes now. Alright. Uh... Uh, Game Grumps' Ross, also known as Rubber Ninja, an animator that we know, yeah. is... Not personally. <laughs> not No, not personally. We don't actually know him. We just know his content. He's so cool. He's, he's, a pretty, he's a pretty rad Australian. Every Australian I know is cool. Yeah, fact. It's true. It's true. So, so Rubber so Ninja. <laughs> this, yes, this is, a, this is a Polygon article by Tyler Culp. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV player is eating thousands of eggs on stream with no plans to stop. Rubber Ninja plans to swallow more than 138,000 eggs on Twitch. Okay. Was there a reason? So this is a, this is a subathon- <laughs> I don't think so. This is a subathon challenge on Twitch. Oh, got it, got it. With the help of voice and chat commands, he's been able to eat more than 35,000 eggs from his inventory. With many more to go as people subscribe to his channel. <laughs> Where are so, you getting these eggs? How many can you carry? Oh, you can just buy them from like a regular store NPC for like like one gill. Like they're not expensive. You just you can just buy boiled eggs. In fact, if you eat a food item, yeah. it gives you a 30 minute XP bonus and it's and basically when I was starting out in that game, I literally bought like the max capacity of stacks of eggs that i could have so i'd have like 99 stacks of eggs in my inventory so whenever my time ran out i just shove an egg down my gullet and because i play as a lizard uh girl i i I, that's where the joke started that she's like an ovi raptor (laughs) i like that that's cute it's just good it's it's, she's she's good let's say it's excellent it's her well her name is agatha so it's excellent it's egg it's it's it's, it's, it's agatha it's agatha <laughs> very good so so the, the the new expansion that's coming out in fall is called Endwalker, and ross named it egg walker good well, every a thousand subscribers we fill his inventory with 999 eggs and if he hits 20,000 subscribers total he will have to shave his head to become an egg himself what the fuck? That's so o- funny. O'Donovan himself must only eat meals that include eggs, too. And when it comes time for O'Donovan to sleep, he has to keep the stream on and rely on chat to spam egg. 
and command his his mikote, that's the cat person race, yeah. to keep eating. So through chat commands, they just type egg and he keeps eating egg. Started last year when he was given a stack of 999 boiled eggs from a mysterious benefactor <laughs> and ate them on the Marlboro server, d- detailing it in a Twitter thread. It was a <laughs> it was a feat that the game's producer and director Naoki Yoshida called an inter- a a quote unquote interesting act of role playing. <laughs> God bless Yoshi P. What Yoshi P is Yoshi P is the best fucking game developer I know. I don't even know where to sit with that. Oh, okay. So the constant egg consumption prevents him from being disconnected while AFK too long. Oh yeah, because they recently put in an update where like you can't idle anymore because uh, there's so many more players now. Yeah. Based off of the new shit. Yes. And so now there's a bunch of WoW players that are making the switch. And basically, the storytelling has sucked. Meanwhile, on the other side of the pond, FF14 players are big fans and always crying about how good the story is in Shadowbringers, me included, because Shadowbringers is, again, one of the best video game experiences I have ever experienced in my fucking life. It's that good. <clears throat> and a Twitch streamer, Asmon Gold, is one of WoW's most popular content creators. Mm. And he started doing videos like interviewing and talking to 14 players. And he tried out 14 himself and single handedly. Brought in over 200,000 viewers. And a lot of those people with him in the game. Following him as he goes through the main story. Mm-mm. So. I I found out about this when, um, when my usual queue time of like. My usual queue when I log in is like 20 to 30 players. Mm. That I think... I logged in during a time when he was streaming, and it was at least a thousand people in line to log in. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty, uh... It was pretty nuts. And the servers shat themselves. And... <laughs> which led to a very quick uh, patch update to fix, because God bless that dev team. Mm-mm. Basically, it's... It's Blizzard's continuous... Uh, disappointment in terms of the development of World of Warcraft and not listening to their players and the fact that uh, Square Enix and the 14 team are probably the most attentive to their fans that I have ever seen any development team ever. Mm. Like, within, what, a week of the server issues, uh, Yoshida, the producer, issued a, a letter to the players, along with an update to fix the the server code because it crashed. In and he's always very sincere when he addresses the players. He's very like, he's just a very he's just a very humble man. Hmm. And without his leadership, fourteen wouldn't be where it is 
today. Like, he single-handedly saved that game. So, basically... Uh, people are getting tired of Blizzard's shit, and seeing how, how good Yoshi P treats us Eorzeans. They're like, hmm, maybe... Maybe we should... Maybe we should switch, and they all did. Whoa. Which is great, because that game is good. So... So yeah. And another reason why people are leaving WoW. Yeah. So... A lawsuit was filed Tuesday by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing. The court documents... Oh, this is a... Real quick. This is a Polygon article by Cass Marshall. Yeah. If you want to read along with me. Audience. The court documents <laughs> include allegations of a, quote, frat boy culture, end quote, that subjected female employees to constant sexual harassment. Uh, the protest was organized by Fence Macabre, a roleplay guild that runs faction-neutral stories on the Wormrest, Accord, and Moonguard servers. In addition, the group is running a fundraising campaign for the charity Black Girls Code, a nonprofit organization dedicated to teaching girls ages 7 to 17 about computer programming and digital technology. Mm. So... Yeah, many players were horrified to hear about the alleged culture surrounding a game that's meaningful to so many people. As players log off from the protest, new faces show up to join the group. Many of their accounts are sublocked, which means that they have prepaid active game time on their accounts. So some people showed up to say goodbye and wish their fellow role players good luck. Like an elf who said he had been looking for a reason to return to Final Fantasy XIV. Others at the sit-in used the opportunity to vent anger and frustration with specific Blizzard employees named in the suit speculating in in-game chat as to which executive wrote the company's immediate response. So... Oh, uh, Native Hawaiian... Uh... In saying that it is an emotional loss, a lot of people in our extended communities are struggling, especially people who are also marginalized, who have been able to find others like themselves and cultivate a sense of belonging. As a queer indigenous person, I definitely feel it. While I have external real-life support systems and resources, Finding those communities in a shared hobby is especially meaningful. So, this is incredibly fucking sad. I fucking don't like Blizzard. Well, but, yeah, I don't I don't either. Well, I mean, sorry, obviously for, for current reasons, but also, like, you remember the stories we covered forever ago about the Activision Blizzard merge where they yes. literally laid off yes. hundreds of people and then gave them, like, store credit to their online yes. system? Like, they're clearly not doing the right thing. Uh, and they, also... I don't know if we covered it, but uh, when they laid off 800, at least 800 yeah. employees in one yeah. of their financially highest uh, fiscal years. Like, that's, that's what I mean. Like, they're going to lay off employees left, right, and center for fucking whatever reason at all. They're not going to give them proper severance, or the severance they give them is, like, laughable. And then yeah. on top of that, they're going to treat the employees that they do have like second-class citizens. Like, literally, this, this fucking entire article dictates that women were paid less from the hop and then couldn't even accure more than their male counterparts yeah. during their time working there. On top of, you know, having to do more work than their male counterparts in some situations. And then also being yes. ridiculed. 
being threatened, being, you know, the subject of, of horrible sexist joke as well as raced, rape jokes. Oh my god. Yes. Who yeah. the fuck is making a rape joke in 2021? What is Ugh. wrong with you? Blizzard employees, apparently. But like, this is what I'm saying. They were, like, people would come into work drunk. People would come into work hungover. <sighs> people would drink on the job. And then Blizzard's out here, like, firing 100 people. Who cares? B-b-b-b-. Like, what are you doing? And then you can't yeah. even fucking give your actual user f- fucking base, the one that pays your bills, keeps yeah, your right on. Like, the people that pay you. Exactly. You can't even fucking give them a straight answer when it comes to a genuine problem that your servers have. Do you know how many fucking employees you have? Do you know how much fucking money you make? And you're going to be like, we can't afford to give an, a, a concrete answer in this moment. But we can't afford to belittle and dehumanize our employees or just fire them. Fuck those people. Like, yeah. at the risk of what? You might get pregnant and like it too much. Like, well, what are we going to do? What if you like being a mom more than you like being a game dev? How, what if I'm a fucking three-dimensional <coughs> person, you turd? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, it's not great. It's, um... Yeah, they're they're incredibly horrible, like horrible things that they've done. Like, <sighs> uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna get them. We're, we're gonna, gonna get them. Sa- we're gonna get sad on this podcast, and we're also going to basically talk about what they've done. So, yeah, um, careful. We're, we'll 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 put in the content warning. Yeah, we well, I mean, let's let's slap in <laughs> let's just slap in an additional content warning right now. Like, hey guys, yeah, whoops. it's it's <laughs> it's well, I mean, obviously rape mention. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> just sexual harassment. Yeah. So they have cubicle crawls, where they would get horribly drunk, like regular male employees, I guess, would just drink. In the studio and then and then just go to female co-workers and sexually harass them like i guess this is just a thing you do on your tuesday mr blizzard man mr blizzard jesus uh there was a, like a there was like a a fun like work holiday party and like i guess like a christmas party yeah and there was someone who was uh super bullying mega bullying this female super coworker and basically used nudes against her and was showing the studio her genitals for god knows why mm. but as a result of that bullying this this developer uh, committed suicide because of how fucking bad that shit was. And <clears throat> as uh, ga- as game developers, Maggie, who are marginalized women in the yep. industry, uh, <laughs> boy, does that hit close to home. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, not great. And I can tell you, with a thousand percent certainty, that if I broke my ass and worked day and night to get hired into a studio whose games that I've probably had like a bunch of wonderful memories with, mm. like it's my dream to get into the studio, 
only to have them treat me like a subhuman piece of shit. Yeah. Give me, like, substantially lower pay than someone who just has a dick, I guess? Hmm. And then that kind of treatment. I... 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 I can honestly relate to that kind of emotional stress she must have been in. Because Jesus Christ, can you imagine? Can you even fucking imagine being put I in her shoes? I can't, because I don't know if you know this, but um, revenge porn is a huge fucking problem. And for a brief stint, and I want to say 2018 to recent years, like, laws and stuff have been enacted in order to prevent it because of the rates of uh, suicide and self-harm that were coming out of situations like this. Like, even in the state of California, like, I pulled this up because I wanted to have my words together. Um, revenge porn is illegal, and revenge porn is the knowledge of distress in which a person distributing the image knows or should know that such action will cause serious emotional distress to the parties affected. You took these private photos and shared them amongst co-workers, colleagues, people that you both worked with. And I'm pretty sure in that situation, it was her supervisor that she was having uh, an affair with. Right? Or not an affair, Jesus but like... fucking Christ, dude. So not only is it a power issue, not only is it probably disgusting just based off of a superiority and a struggle issue that you've got to fucking deal with now, it's also a distribution of someone's private and personal images for the intent to what if you weren't aiming to distress or harm or cause physical or emotional trauma to the person affected then you were showboating was it a trophy what were you doing was it for fun what well, do you, yeah i don't i wouldn't know what do men do for fun and also if i'm not mistaken this was a holiday party but it was also a trip right it was not yes. It was somewhere that, like, a secondary location where this person went willingly with coworkers, people that she thought she might be safe with. And on top of not being able to leave, she is forced into a position where she is... Anyways. Yeah. Um, get that guy fucking arrested. Absolutely. I think all of these people should have criminal charges pressed. Yes. I mean, I can't say anything about if they'll lose their jobs because god knows how deep this corruption is in blizzard <sighs> that's fair that's very fair i mean if riot games has taught us anything <laughs> uh... i want i i want to say that i'm surprised but i'm never surprised whenever any allegations of harassment or violence or any kind of sexual assault against women happens in the video game industry because honestly i fucking expected it from the beginning when I even thought about getting into the industry. Yeah. And isn't and that fucking sad? It's the saddest thing in the fucking world. Being a marginalized individual, being a part of, you know, femme identifying. It's it's the most ridiculous thing in the fucking world for me. When people are like, oh, girls don't play video games. Like, yeah, we do. And not only do we play video games, we make them. And we fight day and night in order to break into a field that doesn't want us <laughs> like that's how much we love them that we are yeah. willing to put ourselves in in distress for them and like 
th- this is wild. Like you just expect human rights. You just expect you know to be treated equally. Like a person. Like a person. Oh like my at god. The most basic level. The most. And basic yet. Level. And yet. And yet. It's like. Again, for any listeners who don't know, one of Maggie and I's first like studio jobs Hello? was straight up being employed into quote unquote frat boy culture just a little yeah. boys club <laughs> like straight that's exactly what it was yeah and it was fucking horrible holy shit we were literally fired for being the this, only well, maybe that's we, not that's not the reason we were, we were fired we were but fired that's why they for, thought we could we were fired for being women of color who were critical yes that was the issue and i mean i mean we were critical (laughs) like we didn't insult anyone we just addressed the problems that made it hard for us to do our fucking jobs because the leadership was so bad the leadership was terrible and in many situations in that specific job we had to turn to our female leader who was our other friend ivy hey you know call out sorry name (laughs) whatever um we had to turn to her for a lot of things and even if she the art lead the animation lead for this entire fucking project if she said something to the team and they maybe didn't like it or something she had to fucking sugarcoat it or twist it around and make it sound like it was almost their idea before they were fine with it and even then they still got on her case like it was her fault for not bringing it to them sooner when they were the ones giving her unreasonable fucking uh parameters to fill and then getting mad at us for not being able to do it because they decided to reach for the fucking sun and they gave us the wax wings i don't understand yeah event yeah eventually it got to a point where she was so fucking fed up with the amount of bullshit that she had to do to like cater to their sensitive boy asses yeah that she, she really she was she i don't know if you remember maggie but she was straight up going to hand the leadership role to me because yeah. she just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Like I remember that. I I love video games, man. But yeah. but <laughs> but like working in video game development as not a cishet white man is fucking torture. It's truly one of the most like ego destroy sorry are you are you from presenting or a non uh, a minority or any of the sort that oh. has too big of an ego go into video games <laughs> go into yeah. video games and watch as they rip your soul piece by piece into shreds sorry that being said i also just want to state that blizzard's response to the uh, the defamation lawsuit was pretty much no, you're wrong. Where? Stop it. You didn't even ask our opinion on the situation. But like literally literally as soon as the the lawsuit went out, you had just droves of female employees or previous employees from Blizzard taking to Twitter to um solid solidate consolidate the actual reports in the lawsuit because Yeah. And this is a quote from Cher Scarlett, who was a a former employee for Blizzard Entertainment, that says, I can tell you that I knew what was going to be in this report before I even read it, because during my time there, for only one year, I witnessed all of these things. Yeah. 
Like, how can you yeah. so heavily turn around and be like, we didn't do that? Like, how far up the ladder in your corporate office are you that you don't see anything that happens down on the fucking main floor for you to try and take that stance and then make that the company's public statement? Because when you're tried and guilty, what are you going to do to save your ass? Maybe I, I'm I can I can never understand what goes through the minds of of leadership like people in leadership in AAA game studios like Ubisoft and Blizzard like Activision Blizzard that sees this shit lets this shit happen and proceeds to protect said sex offenders right like these are the these are the facts <clears throat> Ubisoft and Activision Blizzard are are currently and are continuing to protect sex offenders. Right. And people who don't treat women like people. And they'll keep on fucking doing it until they get tried and justice comes. Tear them it out. won't fucking stop. Do you think it's gonna stop? Because it won't. No. Because this is just game development. And it's tragic. And it kills me the most because these fucking people will turn to you and say, well, I've known him forever and I don't think they're a bad person. That doesn't matter. Yeah, Do it's you have it's, a yeah. penis? <laughs> then probably you're not experiencing that person in the same way that somebody who doesn't or who identifies as femme might. You yeah. are in a position of privilege and what you're doing is using the privilege that you have where you are not being harassed. You are not being the victim of this crime or any crime similar to it. And then you're shitting down the throats of people who are victimized by it by looking them in the face and saying, I understand that your experience is different than mine, but I don't care about it. Yeah. Like the only way that the industry will get better is if lawsuits like this actually have some kind of financial devastating like blow to these fucking oh yeah like i want this to ruin blizzard because they're doing yeah. a great job of it by themselves but like i want this to oh. be the thing that absolutely <clears throat> devastates them because yeah. it's not fair you can't look me in the face and go oh it's just big business you wouldn't understand and then fucking harass like 50 plus women for the yeah. course of what 20 years more like, it's just big business to you know uh sexually harass and assault co-workers it's just that's just how it is in the industry if you don't like it just 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 get out <sighs> what a shit show what a fucking shit show <clears throat> i mean and and hey uh when one of your most popular content creators for your game who loves your game and wants it to be better and offers you feedback force that game to be better and you tell him that he's an asshole and to fuck off well uh, you don't really have anyone else to blame when he and his hundreds of thousands of followers decide to leave your game for one that cares about its players. Yeah. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I hope Blizzard uh, suffers horribly for their transgressions. Yeah, me too. Because um, it's not a con it's not controversial, nor is it a hot take to say that. Uh, to say that women and marginalized people 
uh, deserve to be treated like human beings. Like, like in the slightest. It's not a debate. It's not up for. It's not. It's not up for. It's not up for discussion. No, they're people. <laughs> and honestly, if you are if you are someone of like a majority group, I think the biggest like thing that you can ever do for yourself to help yourself as a person is just like recognize your privilege and recognize other people's struggles and be attentive to the world around you. Mm-hmm. It, it makes a big difference because it's not about it's not about my recognition or or, or, or your recognition. It's about it's about our recognition and the power that we have as a people. Insert communist <laughs> flag and <laughs> and anthem. Just and don't sit back idly and continue living your life unaffected like well I'll just be better because it's yeah. not just about being better it's also pointing out when people are not good yeah like, being a bystander is just as bad as uh, like you are part of the problem if you are just standing idly by and letting things like this happen yeah you listen don't fight every fight but if well, yeah. it's in your space then you should be able to speak up on it it's not okay. It's yeah. not okay. People like, and I hate, I hate when people are like, oh, but imagine your mom, imagine your sister. You shouldn't have to. You should be able to look at another human being and go, I can sympathize with you at least enough to know you deserve rights. Yeah, Especially right? if that person has worked as hard as you, if not harder or whatever, like <laughs> to get to the same position that you're in. Like, you know what I mean? Especially in yeah. a case of like coworkers. Like, Anyways, um, let's take some questions. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> but hey, I think it was really important that we went through it because... Of course. You yeah. can't... We can't call ourselves the premiere in video game news coverage <laughs> podcasting without at least doing this much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, I mean... You're I mean, right. Yeah. We are, the, we are the best. Like, if you look at oh. the... If, if you look at the... The statistics. If you look at the charts... The, the ambiguous, nondescript charts. <laughs> um, you'll you'll see. Anyways, I'm not gonna show you or link any charts, but you know, yeah. just trust me. I mean, I'll, I might link you like a C chart from back in the 1600s that may or may not lead you to buried treasure. I don't know, but uh, you know. Do <laughs> so you want to take a question? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <sighs> Uh, yeah, I'm 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 hurting for a squirting <laughs> of water into my into my mouth. Oh, that's fair. What is the least favorite thing about your favorite piece of media? And this one is by Ben. <laughs> but... <laughs> Did we take that one? I don't think so. Okay, uh, awesome. What? Well, let's take this one. Okay. Least favorite thing about your favorite. Okay, it's time to get critical about our faves, boys. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. What our least favorite thing about our favorite yeah. media? The thing that you hate the most about your favorite thing. Uh, well, first, I guess the question is, what is my favorite thing? Well, Trucy, why don't you go first? Because I think you've got maybe a more resounded okay. idea of what this is. I like Final Fantasy fourteen. This is this is a fact. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, huh. Um. 
but there are some things about the new player experience and general uh, game design things that I just really don't understand. Like, there's there's like a skill that you can do in the party called a limit break and mm. there's a bar that fills up as you fight as a team and when it fills up you can do a limit break skill and it changes depending on what role you're playing as if you're playing as a dps that's like if you're playing as a damage dealer then it'll be like a big hit if you're playing yeah. as a tank it'll be a team-wide defense up if you're playing as a healer, it'll be a party-wide heal or resurrection. They don't tell you about this in the game anywhere. Like, anywhere. And in some fights, it's mandatory what? that you know how to do this. And it's like... You should maybe have this in a tutorial somewhere. Maybe. And there's an amazing tutorial that teaches the player how to like play their job, how to how to do what you need to do in dungeons to get your party through. And it's it's great. They don't enforce it at all. They do give you sick uh, gear for doing it. But I think that they should bake it in to the main story quest because it's important. You should know how to play the game, especially if it's online, and if you not knowing what you're doing is going to inconvenience a large group of people. <laughs> right? And yeah. I, it's only that I'm so hypercritical about this, because, like, every other facet of Final Fantasy XIV is, like, super polished and so amazing, and I love it. But it's it's little things like this that that are just, like, why? Why, please? And I play Monk, and and I enjoy Monk. And if you play 14, audience, then you'll know that uh, that's not what a sane person would say. It's a bad job that plays horribly and is not good. But I like it because I like Punch. It is unsatisfying. And how do you make a punch unsatisfying? Um, well, Maggie, I'll tell you. Okay, good. Every single attack that you do needs to be on a specific position of the enemy. And that is every single 1.5 seconds I need to position myself in time. Now, that's not hard. But considering every single boss's, every single time a boss is going to do a special attack or a special boss mechanic that you have to prepare for, they will always turn around. And that will fuck up your entire combo. And that sucks, man. When all these jobs are so intuitive and good, and you have Monk that literally plays like dog shit for not good enough damage to justify the mental and emotional strain. It's not great. I don't like it. It's not good. It's not great. 
But it's weird because from a game design perspective, it 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 communicates its its core design hmm. the best, I think, across all jobs, in that some some jobs in this game, they'll they'll be like, okay, here is how the job plays. It goes one, two, three. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I'll do that for like 60 levels. And the level cap is 80. Right? So for 60 levels, I'll be like, okay, it's one, two, three. And then I'll hit level 72. And they'll be like, okay, now it's four, two, one, three. And I'm like, what? Yeah, okay, anyways, now five levels later, it's gonna be something completely different. And this is with several jobs. Why? I don't fucking know! But, and it's like... I don't know how Japanese game design philosophy works. But, from what I have learned, it is that you should always start with the basic, and then everything else should be a supplement to that basic core game loop. Yeah. And what Monk does well is that it's like, okay, it's going to be one, two, three. And it is all the way through. And everything you get upon level up supplements and makes that one, two, three stronger and better and more satisfying. Okay. And that is good. But I don't know why Monk has that and so few jobs do. <laughs> I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. I'm like, I don't. I don't get it, man. How can you have these jobs play so good, and then have the entire have the entire playstyle be flipped on its head when I've spent countless hours into practicing this way, and now you're like, okay, now do this, like bitch. Excuse me. I don't know. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, it is, but. <clears throat> Fingers crossed, and I know Yoshi P hasn't let me down so far uh, in the new expansion. I'm praying, I'm crossing my toes and my fingers, hmm. that I will get a rework for the monk job, and that it will be good. <laughs> and in the Endwalker trailer, we have seen new moves being added for all jobs. So I'm praying to sweet Jesus that monk is getting a rework, and that it will be okay it will be decent to play as because right now it's fucking trash garbage and i hate it mm -hmm. but i want it to be good because it's so close it's so close i mean hopefully it picks up its shit because i mean <sighs> listen final fantasy 14 is um yes they seem to be they seem to be pretty good with their shit so i imagine it's only up from here, you know? They're they're very good with their shit. Right. And right. and um al al although you can start with the free trial, um that includes up to level sixty, including the critically acclaimed expansion Heaven's Word, I would suggest that you hold off on that until the server infrastructure gets fixed, because boy, I like to log in. <laughs> within like i don't know five minutes maybe that'd be nice Jeez. well yeah I we've grown when, too powerful for real i remember when uh you first started talking about this way back in i don't know december maybe earlier you yeah. you and my both were, were like oh yeah no i really want to play the game but it just takes 700 years to boot up when you're in the server because you're just looking for something 
So, uh, I mean, I guess it goes through waves, huh? Yep. Anyways, Maggie. Yeah. Time for you to get critical about your fave. Um, no, fuck, I don't even know what my fave is. Like, I guess I just go through, I go through waves too. I am the ocean. Uh, so right now I'm gonna say Demon Slayer is my fave because I've been binging the manga for the past two weeks. Um, okay. and it's very good. It's so quality. The characters are written really well. The, the events are really interesting and they keep you on your toes and people actually like perma die. So it's not like you have the fallback of the generic shonen anime manga where it's like everybody's gonna survive it's a fucking shonen it's yeah but hey people will die for this i like uh, but, when people die in in media i mean yeah i feel like there's a, there's a certain <laughs> like I mean, there's a certain finality to death wow fucking shocker but um <laughs> there's just there's something about actually killing your characters that i feel is so powerful it's such a flex like, you always yeah. expect there to be like, oh, but he actually survived. And you're like, oh, but ew, right? But like, when you actually kill a character, it's like, yo, the weight, though. The weight, yeah. though. It's, um, yeah, especially if you don't. But then if you pull a Naruto, and it's like, oh, everyone's back now. Or, or even worse, a Dragon Ball. Which is like, oh, they just wished them back to life and they're here now. Like, okay, great. You've just, you have just, you have just fluidly. And clearly communicated to me that death literally doesn't fucking mean anything in your world. So I'm right. not going to care about it anymore. Yeah, for real. I, I remember the first time they did that in um, in DBZ, where they, he literally goes to hell and he's just like, oh, I guess I'm running through hell now. And I'm like, oh, this is what hell looks like? That's fine. Who cares if you die? This is okay. Um, whereas in Yasha, they like rip open a gate to hell and you're like, oh, I never want to go there. Holy shit. So like, you know, that's that's the difference in finality of death. But in Demon Slayer, this is this is my original plot point. Um, it's phenomenal. They do a really good job of death and what it means to carry trauma as well as like the burdens of the dead, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But the only issue I have is that it's so fast. Oh, it's very quick. The pacing like, is the pacing is very fast. Like. A little bit of a spoiler, just because I can't really explain it without getting into a bit of a spoiler. Um, the the <sighs> a character is introduced. A character is introduced, and within the same manga that they are introduced, they die. Oh. But that character and their uh, effect on the protagonists pretty much carries throughout the rest of the season, or th sorry, the rest of the series fully. Oh no! So. Personally, I thought it was very fast, but then also my little brother had a conversation with me about trauma, because apparently what happens is, in, in people who are traumatized, is your trauma will, like, one thing will cause the trauma, but then if it's, un, if it's unresolved and it's undealt with later on in your life, if something else happens similarly enough to the first thing, it will reopen the trauma and then latch on to the previous trauma, which will then amplify the feelings for it as if it was the the first thing that caused it to begin with so i understand the idea of this character depending heavily on 
you know, this this other character because it was like the it was the first iteration of like true death that yeah. meant something in the series. And I understand that, but like us as the audience, as the reader, it was very fast. Like you don't get a chance to like this character. And then with the way they covered it in the anime, it was very much like, oh yeah, no, this was really fast. Like I don't care that much about this character. You tell me that they're charismatic, but I'm not really feeling it, you know? Yeah. So that's that was like the only thing that really got my ass about it because I love this fucking show. We got like the manga is phenomenal. The actual animation, UFO Table does such a good job for it, but it's just you're so used to shonen dragging and dragging and dragging. I mean, look at One Piece, look at fucking Naruto, look at Bleach. But like yeah. the idea is that you don't want it to be that much of a slog, but you also want a, a minute to actually appreciate the characters in full. And it that's that's sort of the uh that's sort of where I'm sitting with it right now because I just kind of want the anime to slow down a little bit so that we can really appreciate one, the fights because the fights are so good and two, the actual like development of characters that I'm supposed to like <laughs> like ideally, that would be great things so that's me well that's a podcast <laughs> perfect, sounds good uh, thanks so that's... much for, for for listening to us go off about things that were very important to both the gaming industry and ourselves, uh, yeah. audience, and also, viewers. Sorry? And also things that aren't important. Uh, yeah, absolutely those things as well. Like um, my my poopies. Did we go off about your shits? I don't feel no, like that happened this podcast. I just, I just wanted to give an, an, an example, and that's a very frequent example. It's when I talked about bodily functions. Yeah. Anyways, thanks guys. Uh, see you. <laughs> see, see you. Whatever. If you uh, if you wanted to send us a question, a concern, oh, thank you, thank you. or if you wanted to tell Trucy to stop talking about Final Fantasy fourteen, email us at <laughs> hotpotcastmail at gmail dot com. All right, hotpotcastmail yeah. at gmail dot com. Um, yeah, and I'll never stop. Oh no! But no. <laughs> I will listen to your concerns. We'll read them live on on the podcast. Like, hi, Tracy. <laughs> my name is Miguel, and I fucking don't like listening to you talk about Final Fantasy fourteen over and over and over again. And we'll be like, wow, Miguel, thanks for your feedback. Anyway, so Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, wow, Miguel, thanks for your feedback. But have you considered trying this video game? Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> it's pretty good. Have you considered letting Final Fantasy fourteen into your life as your Lord and Savior? Have you considered joining the cult? We have cat boys. <sighs> but do you have bunny boys yet? Mm, that's we, we all, we're, we're getting bunny boys. They're mm. coming. Yeah, you can't, you, listen, when you, when you get bunny boys, maybe I'll think back on it. But until then. Alright, well, stay tuned in November. <laughs> when, when you can when you can create your own breedable, submissive boy. Whoa. Anyways, okay, thanks so much for listening. We love you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> and he has a little bunny tail.